0: Welcome to the In The Clouds podcast. In The Clouds is a marketing cloud podcast powered by Lev, the most influential marketing focused Salesforce consultancy in the world. Lev is customer experience obsessed and podcast hosts, Bobby Tishy and Cole Fisher have partnered with some of the world's most well-known brands to help them master meaningful one-on-one connections with their customers. In this podcast, they'll combine strategy and deep technical expertise to share best practices, how to's and real life use cases and solutions for the world's top brands using Salesforce products today. Welcome to Indicloud's podcast. This is Bobby Tishy and Cole Fisher. Cole, when do you start playing Christmas music?
1: Um, I cannot play Christmas music until after Thanksgiving although admittedly it's usually like in my head before then but I get really jacked up for it as you know.
0: So when you say you can't does that mean you literally can't like you go to push the Christmas song on your iPhone and it just won't your finger just won't let you
1: hit play? I won't entertain the it's it's a it's a no-go value you know my brother and I had used to like this was a thing in our family as soon as like uh thanksgiving's over like christmas trees up decorations are up it's go time but my brother has now with you know with his seven-year-old boys he's got um christmas up like basically immediately after halloween so like november 1st it's basically christmas and then he keeps arguing that he gets twice as much christmas now uh as anyone else which i just think is uh, poor poor lessons to be instilling in our youth if you ask me (laughs)
0: Well, I can I can say it's a little early, but all I want for Christmas is text messaging, and it's really good timing because we have <laughs> Allison on from Attentive to talk us through the Attentive solution and the offering that they have. So, Allison, if you wouldn't mind, first, thank you for joining us, and second, if you wouldn't mind, just a brief introduction of yourself um, and then Attentive, and we'll jump right into it.
2: Awesome. Well, I thought we were going to ask what was my favorite Christmas song or when do we start actually decorating for Christmas around here. I will tell you, my family is really into Halloween decorations and so those may or may not go up inside of our house at the beginning of September with a debut outside uh, the third week of September because we really do go all out. Um, Trying to catch up on the outdoor Christmas decorations, though, too, just to be able to make sure we can compete with the Joneses next door, which, yes, literally is the last name of our neighbors as well. So, um, but Allison here, uh, VP of Partnerships at Attentive. Um, A little bit of background on me real quickly. Um, I've spent about a decade in the marketing technology space, working with next generation technologies in order to be able to bring personalization and surprise and delight moments uh, through to consumers in new and innovative ways. Uh, Attentive, in fact, does just that in a channel that I think all of us are probably pretty guilty of engaging on uh, on a day over day basis, whether we're talking with friends, family or brands. Um, Attentive was founded in 2016 uh, before text messaging really started to take off and become cool. I like to tell folks we revolutionized the way that brands connect with consumers via text and help create relevancy. In text uh, for brands to be able to have hyper connectivity for the perfect moment of engagement uh, with a customer. Um, we've seen just over the last few years alone, especially during the height of the pandemic, um, our business just explode uh, with new customers, new adoption, new use cases, new data that we're also to harvesting and mining. So, um, we went when we started in when I started here in twenty nineteen just to give you guys an example. We had about. 250 customers, Uh, we had about 60 employees. uh, And where we sit today, we're right over 11,000 employees and right under 5,000 companies that we work with. So it's been a really explosive period of growth in time, but how we've been able to uh, help with our customers and the growth as well that they're experiencing in this channel is really by focusing on the monetization of text as a channel. In fact, we're driving 20 and a half percent of total online sales through text now across all of our customers and helping them make text a a top three channel of revenue for them within a period of three to six months. So it's been incredible. It's been a fast paced year and it's been a really, really, really fun time on being able to take a channel that I remember back in my day existed, uh, but it was kind of a spammy channel. Flip it on a TED, be able to also to align that with uh, product market fit and consumer behavior and start to see a lot of really cool results that we were able to drive for our customer base and for the industry at large.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's an incredible Thanks. industry to be in right now, too, because it's it, you, you kind of mentioned it like years ago, it was spammy, invasive, kind of an intrusive thing to be in and then mobile over over the past, you know, less than a decade, honestly, has kind of mirrored the same growth that you guys are seeing where it's just exploding as a revenue channel, as an engagement channel. That's really exciting.
2: It is. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I mean, I think that um, you guys also too, I mean, obviously, you know, when text existed and and it had that kind of spammy nature, it was because there wasn't a lot of regulation really around the channel itself. But candidly too, consumers, we just weren't ready for it yet. Right. We, we really weren't, um, at the point to where we were picking up our phone, you know, on average, like 250 times per day, uh, we were spending more time on different types of devices. And then throughout the, the shift and the change in technology and the shift and change in behavior, um, it really became a ripe season for Attentive to debut and to be in a really, a really critical seat in order to uh, get an increased adoption and increased innovation going um, in fact, actually at the end of last year, um, we saw just a, a massive amount of escalation uh, through an independent study that we actually did on the amount of consumers that were more willing to sign up for text message programs. We actually saw a 67% increase year over year from 2019 through to 2020 of consumers signing up for programs, staying engaged in programs, and the average consumer actually will sign up for 20 text message marketing programs before you actually start to see an increase in dropout rates um, and opt-out rates.
0: And I think one one element that has really caught our eye from Attentive and working with some joint customers is some of the innovative ways that Attentive leverages SMS um, in the programs that those different companies are running. So for example, Well, for those listening, and and we know here for sure that Salesforce Marketing Cloud does a a perfectly fine job of blasting out SMS messaging in a one-way fashion, right? But as soon as we try to engage with our customers or subscribers or do anything outside of the bands of just sending out a piece of text with some copy, we start to really hit the limitations of um, SMS within Mobile Studio and Marketing Cloud. And so I'd love to to kind of have you talk about some specific innovative ways that you guys um, leverage SMS and then Cole jump in how you guys leverage it with Marketing cloud.
2: Yeah, no, I'm happy to take that. And, you know, I think that we view this channel as communicative. Um, we view this channel as being one of the easiest ways to be able to get started in conversational commerce at scale. Um, and so every single thing that you may see come from Attentive specifically is catered around um, a couple of different facets. Um, the first is real time intent measurement, real time engagement. Uh, meaning that, you know, if you've got a user or a browser that is looking at maybe a pair of shoes on your website and they add that to the cart and they abandon, uh, but they're on their mobile device and we know that, um, the next easiest thing to do is think about, well, actually the next channel, well, let's go to text first because that's optimization and orchestration uh, due to the channel of the user specifically in which they were most recently engaged on. Um, And those types of messages get viewed on average and in about two minutes and 17 seconds where we actually can tell like the point of engagement from the time that it was sent the time that a consumer actually will engage it's about two minutes and 17 seconds it's crazy right and when you think about like the roi on that um as a marketer that that's that's significant um, when you can engage at that level of intent with that type of uh, time to engagement as well Um, the next is really being able to think through how do we have uh this channel really seem and be as intimate as what it truly is uh cole and bobby i'm not sure if you guys do this i know i do i sleep with my phone Anybody guilty of that? Come on.
1: I have it on the charger next to me. That's why I wake up with, you know, full battery, but no, I I can't sleep. With it. I'd probably just end up throwing it around. Is this
0: or... like a pillow situation? Like you've got it like oh, yeah. you're, you're clutching it with the pillow
2: or it may be. I may be a little bit obsessed. So <laughs> yeah. I started this a long time ago and for those of you listening I don't advise doing this if you're not doing this yet so please 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 do not follow my, my habits here but uh, the definition of a crackberry became very real to me uh, about 12 years or so ago and um, I developed a very bad habit of sleeping with my phone um, but in the day and age that we're in um, I think that that's pretty common we take our phone everywhere with us and so one of the reasons why um, you know we, we when we started to look at like what other types of different differentiated messaging do we really want to develop into? um, Two-way communications was just a natural way for us to pivot. Uh, We actually are are also too, uh, we have a new product called Concierge um, that also too ties to two-way that continues on real human to human engagement uh, within our product too. But with two-way communications, um, any message that that is sent by attentive, whether it's a marketing message or a transactional message, uh, also too can have a subsequent response uh, be set up within the product. And so one of the greatest examples um, that a lot of our customers will start with is keyword automation and responses in order to be able to gather like first party or zero party data at, at scale, be able to gather preferences, um, be able to also to engage with surveys and kind of gamify that channel to where it becomes a channel that, that again, consumers just want to connect with more because it's not just, well, one step here, one step here. It actually is readily available in the attentive product to receive that response, know what to do with that response and have a lot of fun. Whether it is again like a survey um, and gamifying the channel or whether it is even connecting with customer service and making sure that the channel in which your your question or your concern was actually initiated on is the channel that that communication from a service related perspective also too stays on. And when we have customers that are setting up two-way conversations, whether it's keyword automation, whether it is the integration with customer service platforms, like Salesforce Service Cloud as an example, and many others, um, or whether it is moving into that next kind of layer of Attentive's product called Concierge, we see on average a 31% increase in total LTV across each subsequent subscriber that engages in two-way messages. And so that's massive and significant. And that is where when we look at like from an investment perspective, that's where a lot of our R&D and our innovation is currently being poured into as we work to achieve our goal of true conversational commerce and shifting uh, the way that businesses communicate to consumers at a massive, massive scale so that people don't get annoyed when they sleep with their phone and it blows up. And it happens to be maybe Lucky Brand or another company that is saying, hey, uh, we saw that you looked at this pair of shoes. Would you like them in the color black, as an example?
0: Well, and I think that, that what's really cool about that concierge piece and a point that you touched on that I think is really, uh, really important is that the initial channel that you start engaging on Whether it's um, for a purchase or for a problem, I I would imagine that customers or subscribers want that same channel to be the one that it's resolved on. And the biggest example I can think of is if I'm on the phone with a customer service agent, I don't want to get off that phone call until my problem is resolved, right? Same thing if I'm um, text messaging back and forth with Delta. I don't want to have to be positioned to another short code or another phone number or tell or someone tells me to email in, I just want that problem resolved in that chat that I'm in.
2: That's right. Yep, And that's the whole experience, you know, that again, um, we've built the product in order to be able to solve for that exact experience. Like, you know, one of the things that, that we've added um, just over the last year and we were the first to market with is also this, this concept of a contact card. And so like if I were to, you know, share maybe my phone number uh, with Bobby, and Bobby shares it with Cole as an example, um, and it's just Allison. It comes through when you guys share it, especially on iMessage. It's like, hey, this is Allison Kelly's contact. I can save. I can save the contact immediately to my phone. Well, we now also too do that uh, with all of our brand customers as well. And um, that is intentional because it allows us to be able to not just have a a short little five or six digit number that's associated with a short code show up in a text, but it's actually a branded image. Um, And that helps with a lot of different things. The first is it actually helps with, again, um, customer experience, familiarity so that you know who this is that's actually reaching out to you. Um, And you also too can better understand why they're reaching out to you when it's branded. Uh, But what a lot of people don't realize is actually having that contact card actually helps with deliverability too. Um, deliverability of a text because there's more familiarity uh, on the carrier level with who this actually is what it's coming from where it's coming from and it helps with email deliverability which is really funny too if that's appended in the contact card which we always encourage our brands to actually put their email surname and domain in the contact card helps them with getting uh put into more of that the correct email inbox versus going to the spam inbox as well oh, so that's a
1: good point
2: yeah, it's it's interesting, and you know, as the um, like the device types, like Apple, as an example, are starting to with every iOS update. We can talk about iOS updates. I think probably for fourteen and fifteen all day long. That's a hot topic, but I'm not going to go there today. Um, one of the things that is rolling out within a lot of these updates is the ability to be actually uh, configure your text message inbox uh, to where you can actually have like a primary and then a uh, post secondary kind of spammy inbox, essentially. Um, for text, And so, if you have a contact card, well, you're always guaranteed to go to the primary, too. Um, and I, I see that as, as more and more of uh, something that consumers will adopt, too, and actually setting that up within their text inbox uh, as text also, too, becomes more highly adopted um, across uh, a lot of different brands, whether you're retail and e-commerce or food and beverage or even CPG, we're seeing a rise up here at attentive too.
0: So, as we think about the use cases, which we've gone through quite a few of them, Um, not only for collection and um, for engaging with customers and subscribers, but specifically as it relates to Salesforce Marketing Cloud, what are the key use cases that you guys are seeing or that you built for?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So one of the primary value drivers of Attentive um, is being able to grow a subscriber list at scale. Um, And oftentimes when we work with a customer for the very first time, uh, they may have text, but they may not have a marketing opt-in Opted in list. Oftentimes if a customer does have text, it's traditionally been they've got a, t- a transactional opted in list and marketing opt-ins are very, very different from transactional opt-ins when you start to look at rules and federal regulations around text as a whole. Um, and so uh, we have a suite of 24 different types of acquisition technologies that allow us to be able to grow a subscriber list to the point where you actually can get quick monetization of this channel too. Um, and so uh, we have, uh, our very first technology that oftentimes most of our customers will, will roll out is something called our two tap sign up unit and essentially what that does is it's on a mobile device and if you go to again you know any of our any any of the customers that you kind of think of when attentive comes top of mind, and we're going to talk about Vogue chocolate in a little bit so i'll just throw that out there you can go to Vogue chocolates and check this out um, when you get to their mobile site you'll have a little pop-up that comes up now pop-ups are not new um, and i remember when they were new if that age me any and they were cool right um but a little pop-up comes up and it'll ask you for your email address first well you tap that little white box and you hit submit on your email the next little screen that pops up is going to be another screen where you can actually tap into that screen and when you tap into the screen your text message app automatically opens up it has a pre-populated message that's already filled out in your text app and then you just hit the green arrow to submit and send and you're instantaneously opted into text message marketing that is powered by Attentive. Um, that one solution, believe it or not, actually gathers anywhere from three to six percent of all mobile website traffic on a month-over-month basis. So it's great at growing your subscriber base at scale. With Salesforce specifically, uh, the very first integration that we built with Marketing Cloud is actually taking all of the contact data that we're collecting, again, an email and a phone number, stitching that together and then actually sending that over to marketing cloud in real time so that there is a unified customer profile that begins from the very first point of engagement and you don't have to worry about going back and trying to like unify channels um, you know if you do text to join or if maybe you send out a li- you know send out via email hey sign up for our text program, take this call to action here, like either texting to this phone number or tapping here. What happens with that is that you start to to form disparate contact profiles in most instances. And so this solution actually helps us with immediately merging identification from day one uh, so that you really can start to look at what does that overall journey need to be at scale because you can tell from day one again, what does engagement look like too from that identification merge. So that's first use case, um, and I find that that helps us with being able to kind of do the second thing uh, that we have with Salesforce as well, uh, which is building into that journeys layer. Again, how do you orchestrate at scale? How do you take um, a lot of the unique advantages that Attentive brings with the growth and the subscriber list technology, uh, with being the number one MMS sender in the United States, which we actually are, we also have the fastest throughput. And how do you take the two-way conversations at scale and build them into your existing orchestration layer and the existing customer experience that you're already providing and your data layer too. Uh, that's when we debuted the Salesforce marketing cloud journey builder integration that actually plugs attentive in to the journey builder layer and it opens up actually some advanced use cases even for journey builder, which is gonna be like the ability to use MMS Um, and also, too, the ability to be able to use our compliance as a technology features that are built into um, our platform, and that's something called smart sending. Um, That's fuzzy opt-out logic, so uh, Cole, if I sent you maybe a dirty four-letter word in the text, if you sent it to me, if you were a brand, um, most of the time you're going to get an error message back from a lot of other platforms. Attentive doesn't do that. Attentive automatically removes you from the list, because we don't want anything to potentially happen, and, you know, we know that Uh, Sometimes uh, there's friction that can be caused in the channel, so we'll automatically remove you from the list. Uh, This also includes real-time litigator lookups as well, um, which is really valuable for this channel. Um, A lot of customers come to us and they have had challenges in the past. Maybe they've been involved in a a lawsuit with this channel before. And the fact that we are able in real time to look up, is this phone number associated with an existing lawsuit or is it associated with a pre-existing historic lawsuit? that is huge. We don't even allow those phone numbers to reach the database. And so that's something that, again, gets built into everything that we offer in Salesforce, whether it is with that first integration uh, where we're taking the identification and the contact data, posting it back, or whether it's within uh, the journey builder integration where we're really doing a great job on dynamic content experiences at scale with MMS, uh, being able to also to involve two-way conversations at scale uh, and then also being able to mitigate the risk of compliance challenges uh, by being able to have that built into our endpoint that's there within Salesforce.
1: That's really exciting. Um, and I think like two of the problems actually, um, so as you know, our customers are are kind of clamoring towards mobile and it's, you know, this isn't new by any means, but um, as, they, as they go towards, you know, trying to expand into mobile, uh, I feel like the two issues that probably come up the most are that data collection, like I I think there's a a kind of a hazy understanding between like transactional versus promotional in terms of data collection, what's allowed, things like that. And so there's one aspect of like marketing collection uh, for, you know, starting to build out an actual uh, subscriber list, but then as well, there's the legal and compliance. And I feel like that turns into a red flag for a lot of folks where this just is, is just going to be such a, a hurdle that we just are really unsure to go into it, and so I feel like that prevents a lot of people from doing that. So it's really neat to have that. And I feel like the second big question that always comes up is two-way, which, as you know, of course, is you know um, a gap and not really a gap necessarily, but just not a feature that um, that Salesforce Marketing Cloud is able is able to do. So in in Sales and Service Cloud, I'm kind of curious as to what that two-way communication looks like when it's integrated into Salesforce.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So happy to answer that. Um, I call this, just so you guys know, and again, this is my geeky geeky term, uh, and this is personal. This is not something that Attentive actually calls it, but just for us Salesforce geeks here, I'll I'll share this. I call this pivoting on a journey. Um, So when we're talking about two-way, how do you actually handle a customer response to a message and pivot on your journey in a way that allows you to be able to cater to the customer experience and the action they took in real time too? And this really is what led to us developing our Salesforce service cloud integration. Um, Now we have integrations with about 12 different um, customer service platforms that exist out in the industry. Uh, But with the service cloud integration, uh, one of the reasons why that was a really important integration for us to debut is because we wanted to be able to continuously keep a holistic journey and also to keep contact records really uniquely identified with those customers that had both marketing cloud and service cloud. uh, And we wanted to also to do some cool things with digital engagement as well. Um, and so for those customers that have service cloud uh, and marketing cloud specifically together, if a customer or a consumer responds back to a text that is sent from uh, the attentive platform, what ends up happening is traditionally what we'll do is it's a keyword response. So maybe a yes or a no to a question that's built in. If the customer answers yes, that, that then will actually open up and log a new ticket and connect to an agent inside of Salesforce service cloud. And there will be a real time, true dialogue going on between service cloud and the agent, and then the, uh, the the consumer on the same communication channel and thread that marketing messages, which the, co- the consumer has already opted into, is also to receiving. Um, and that type of information and data, again, kind of living and breathing inside of Salesforce between Uh, Sales and service cloud and between marketing cloud helps with being able to think through more intuitively, like where should I really pivot this journey with this customer as well. And it's been really cool to be able to see that debut and live itself out in real time um, because we're seeing a lot of insightful data that can be used both to enhance a customer service experience again within the Salesforce realm, uh, but also to being able to enhance uh, on the marketing cloud front. What do I do with this customer next? Did they have a good experience? Did they have a bad experience? and that's that's been that's been really helpful for a lot of the customers that we work with across, again, both marketing cloud and service cloud today.
0: So whether it's marketing cloud or or service cloud or maybe it's just a standalone attentive um, solution, what does implementation look like?
2: Funny you ask. Uh, so uh, you guys were talking earlier about like how a lot of brands won't even get in and start with text because of compliance concerns or issues. And, um, you know, we we try to keep everything that we do pretty, keep it simple, stupid. Right? Um I think that uh, there's a, you guys know, there's like 6,800 different types of technologies out in our industry that serve like retail and e-commerce brands. That's insane. Uh, and um, when we were thinking about how do we architect the platform, how do we make things uh, very simple too. Implementation was part of that. Um, and you know I've been at platforms where it took you know 12 to 18 months to actually implement, if not longer, and then they still didn't work the way that I thought that they were going to. Um, and the really cool thing with Attentive is that from the time that you sign up for a free trial, we give everybody that is a Salesforce customer a 60-day free trial, just so you all know out there in the audience, uh, we literally can get you launched in a matter of no more than two weeks. Um, And that is crazy uh, for a lot of the customers, especially that um, maybe have tried mobile before in the past and and, and failed at it, or are looking for uh, something faster to help grow that list and then also to connect with customers. Um, That includes everything from installing our JavaScript tag into your tag manager. Uh, So we will code the JavaScript tag for you, match it to all the parameters on your site. We hand that over to you. You just plug that into the tag manager. Um, We also too will go through and throughout the process, we will go ahead and procure your short code for you. Uh, we have an ability to be able to get short codes at a time at a rate that's like 3x faster than other providers in the market. And that's just due to um, great carrier relationships that we have, as well as our market position here in the United States, specifically uh, being the, the top provider to the IR 1000 uh, by a long shot. Um, and then, you know, if you want to get started with setting up your Salesforce integrations after that, uh, you just go to the App Exchange, go to your Salesforce App Exchange, go search for attentive. You can download it there. Everything's in one package too. So when you do download it, you get the, the, the contact collection piece that I mentioned earlier for Marketing Cloud and the journey builder piece as well uh, built into that. You just set up your custom data extension and you're off to the races. Um, so it is pretty simple end to end, but we also to have a lot of guidance that we provide um, to agency partners that maybe are setting up our customers. And uh, every single agency partner actually also too has a dedicated agency strategist as well. So there's a lot of continuous help that we will provide uh, behind the scenes even from the attentive front if our customers are also too using an agency.
1: So if I'm your average marketer and I'm, you know, flirting with the idea of mobile or expanding into mobile or beginning to collect and things like that, and I'm, you know, looking at these red flags of, of, um, you know, compliance, legal, things like that, that may be above my head, um, what do you suggest?
2: Well, I always say uh, it is really ha- helpful to talk to, um, you know, a mobile expert. And, and we have a good bit of those here at Editintive, obviously. Um, to go through maybe the questions or the concerns that you have. But, um, you know, we also, too, have a lot of information about these types of subjects on our website as well. Um, In fact, uh, one of the things that I'm trying to get pushed across the finish line, and maybe you guys can help me on, is a massive white paper around compliance mitigation and why that's an important part of your evaluation strategy. And, what are some things that you should also to make sure that you look out for, um, as you maybe are considering mobile too? So if you want to give me a nod over to maybe product marketing and marketing to it, at attentive guys, I'm, I'm all for that, because I think that it's something that, um, candidly, a lot of brands just do not really understand, and or they maybe understand it from a bad past experience, and also too don't know how it's changed and how attentive has helped with that evolvement as well, um, but if you want to go do something fun and you want to be able to kind of do choose your own journey did you guys ever read those books growing up like where you could actually like choose the ending to the story and like have all these different paths you go through or is that just i don't me?
0: know how to read allison so <laughs>
2: oh come on now, know. it
0: okay. kind
1: of brought okay. up a sore subject
2: oh man okay, i did well, but if i know. went
1: down that path and i didn't like it i'd be like no let's go back a chapter it's and just pick a different one i'd like this one as much
2: okay okay well okay so secret guilty confession here i loved goosebumps growing up as a child and you guys remember those those are fun books um
1: i collected all of them
2: oh my god yes it's great and i i love I, i still have a lot of them and my kids now have them which is great too so um one of the things that Goosebumps series books rolled out at one point in time was um, this ability to be able to kind of choose your own path and ending to the story. And I was just a glutton for punishment. And I would go down like each and every path and like read each one and uh, probably have nightmares about that. But that's for another topic another day, maybe some therapy sessions I need to go to now because of that. Well, if you need some good text therapy, and if you want to be able to better understand based upon where you are, with maybe your time and market with text, or if you're exploring text and you just don't know, or if you have questions around text, go choose your own journey through something called our Holiday Village. Um, And I think that uh, the guys here at Love are gonna send this out to you afterwards, but Holiday Village allows you to be able to come in and literally go through an interactive path that has answers to questions throughout that way that are dependent dependent upon, again, where you are in your journey with text. And I can tell you guys this across our customers too, there are phases even of text maturation too that we have been working and defining that are also built into Holiday Village. Um, there's actually three phases in fact. so list growth, understanding how this channel works for you, understanding what your goals and your measurement also to to should be by data collection and phase one is really important. Uh, Then there's like phase two, where you start to go into like advanced automations, keywords, customer service message types, that's phase phase two specifically. And then like phase three is going to be more of your conversations at scale um, and really getting more sophisticated around your, uh, your data anomalies that anomalies that will also to naturally emerge in this channel that tell you when you're ready to start to adopt maybe more human intervention, maybe some AI too, as we continue to develop t- that type of functionality here at Attentive. So Holiday Village will give you all that um, and uh, it won't give you a nightmare either. And you get to go on a fun ski trip through it as well.
0: Awesome, well, thanks again, Allison, for joining It's Great to learn more about Attentive and some of the problems that you all solve. Um, as a reminder, go ahead and check out the Holiday Village um, by Attentive for more information on all your SMS and mobile needs. Uh, pivoting over to completely unrelated so the best text message you've ever received which i just submitted i don't know how to read so i i I actually have to cop out of this one i don't i've never received a text Uh message i could read so cole how about you
1: um well so we've talked in the past about how like i'm i am like the email checker that all email marketers can't stand because like i just i've I won't necessarily unsubscribe, I'll just delete some stuff. Maybe I'll just leave it in there. Like I have a whole like junk account. Well, sometimes my mailbox is like that too. Like if I go out of town, I just don't check mail. I also think it's absurd that you can't unsubscribe from direct mail. Like I it's just, it's just crazy to me. And so every once in a while, like I'll just miss bills when they come in. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, it's probably just trash and I'll just throw everything away. So if anybody has mailed me checks or anything like that, let me know, cause I probably didn't get them. Um, but one of the things that happens is um, uh, in Indianapolis, the power company got bought out not too long ago. And so I probably just didn't recognize their new logo and envelopes. So I'm just throwing stuff away. Well, the power got shut off one day. I was like, oh, no, like this, <laughs> this is supposed to be a nightmare. And it's supposed to be like, you know, a day to come, you know, reconnect things. And so I got online and I on my phone and I paid, um, I paid what whatever the fee was. And I got a text message right away just saying like, thanks for the payment. Uh, it's being processed and your power is being turned back on. And then like 10 seconds later, all the power came back. I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I'll just let that be my trigger from now no, on. I don't want to kick the mail at all. That's service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was actually really well done. I was kind of impressed.
2: Hey, gosh. Uh, I wish that my power company would do that. Um, yeah, I need to probably I, I, go.
1: I'd never heard anything like that, but it's really impressive that they do that now. But uh, anyway, yeah. Allison, what's, what's yours? Hopefully it's better than getting your power shut off.
2: Well, you know, I mean, I've had I've had that challenge before too. I'll tell you, as, as the business has grown so often, and I also to uh, pay all of our bills at home, uh, there is one time that I did miss that. Um, and like totally forgot and my husband was like what is going on I'm here with three kids by myself and like there's no power it was great uh that's my that's my, my best of us <laughs> I know yeah my mom my mom a wall of shame thing um but uh I actually really really love the concepts of gamification and text um and there are so many different cool things that I feel like um I've seen a lot of our customers do in order to be able to engage cons- engage the subscriber help get them acclimated too, to to having fun in text and like treating it as a different channel from email, because it is a very different channel from email. And so um, those chocolates is is literally my favorite, not just because I love chocolate, okay, but also too, because uh, their welcome series is totally based around uh, an international chocolate tour. And so uh, they ask a series of questions back and forth to be able to figure out what country maybe would be the best interest for you due to your chocolate tastes, Uh, because chocolate is a very specific thing. Um, And so uh, I I know that uh, if you are a chocolate connoisseur, your palate for chocolate may be different. And so you may prefer chocolates from Japan or Italy or France, Um, and so, Through this whole process they just have a quiz that you go back and forth with back and forth with back and forth with as you're onboarding for the very first time as a tech subscriber. Um, And then it actually spits out to you like a true product recommendation it links back over to to the products that you may like as well uh, in the little short link in their text message um, program as well and you can kind of go right there and purchase your chocolate. So who doesn't like that? Like personalized chocolate recommendations. Um, the next one that I wanna do is like beer recommendations. So too, cause I also too love, love beer and I'm a connoisseur there. Uh, there is a, there's a competition that happens here in our house on who has the most Taco Mac beer points in University which Taco Mac's like this local restaurant here in Atlanta. So next time you guys get out from Indy or Florida and you want to come visit Atlanta, we'll take you to Taco Mac too. And maybe we can convince them to have a beer, uh, a beer text message program for us connoisseurs.
0: I just remembered my favorite text message I've ever received. I'm going to read it to you guys now. My name is, my actual name is Robert. So it's uh, Robert, come off nine to 10 inches in 32 days with just two spoons per day evidence by shark tanks here so guys uh, next time you see me i'm gonna be nine to ten inches smaller i don't know if that's shorter is that waistline
1: yeah it sounds legit Bobby.
0: it's just two spoons a day i don't know i've never eaten a spoon before it's it wasn't spoonfuls (laughs) it was spoons (laughs) so
1: allison for uh for the white pages on compliance and legal issues yeah yeah that's a good point
2: yeah, do that. I'm guessing do you that. have a high
0: recommendation for something like that within the holiday village.
2: Uh, yeah, we definitely, definitely do. Uh, and, yeah. and there's been a lot of crazy things that we've seen uh, a lot um, throughout our period of of uh, receiving responses to text too. And um, yeah, we won't go into that today though. We'll save that for another podcast.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again, Allison. Really appreciate you joining us today and walking us through everything. Attentive. Cole, as always, it's horrible to see you and
1: uh <laughs> my pleasure i <laughs> uh, will
0: catch up with you all soon as always if you have any if you have any feedback or if you have any topics you want to hear about feel free to reach out to us at in the clouds at and we'll see you next time